What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Julian Huff, and we're here on the Little by Little podcast, where I have a special guest every episode. And tonight I have Josiah Collins. He is a senior at Miami University in Ohio. Don't get it twisted. It's not Florida. I know. I know. He's a double major with journalism and sports leadership and management, and he's currently about to graduate in the spring of 2020. So we're excited to have him. How's it going, man? It's going great. You know, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Are you ready for me to question you like I'm an employer ready to hire you for my job? Uh, I guess we're about to find out. <laughs> so my first question to you would uh, be, do you have an Id- idea of where you want to go next? Because I know a lot of college seniors will say, oh, man, I don't know what I want to do. And, you know, it'll sound just like a high school senior, but, you know, it's just life. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me personally, I, I want to go back home. I want to go back out to California. But, I mean, just to clear things up, I'm not from California. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. So whoop, whoop. Shout out to 216. Let's go. Um, but, yeah, my family moved to California uh, freshman year here in Miami. So I think, um, yeah, after I'm done here, I'm definitely going back home for a little bit, get a job, make some, start making some money. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. So for all the college seniors listening, just pat yourself on the back because you have almost finished a long journey. But really, as most people would say, it's just the beginning of a journey. So JoJo, um, may I call you JoJo? You know, I know you personally, so. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely do that. All right. So do you have a dream job that you've ever thought about or that you want now? Or could you see yourself in like a dream job? You could have any job in the world. Um, well, I guess my dream job is kind of what I'm doing right now almost. Um, you know, with journalism and sports leadership and management, my focus is sport journalism. So being able to do that, that's kind of been something on my mind for, I don't know, like since high school almost. So almost finishing a degree in that is huge. And then getting a job in that industry is going to be great. And there's just so many people that I can like look up to and reach out to for that. So I'm looking forward to getting in touch with them, working with them. But then also uh, things kind of took an interesting turn almost, I would say. Uh, when I moved to California, my uh, family, my dad, he's he's now acting full time. So oh. shout out to my dad and everything. You know, he's out here doing it big. All right, Pops. All right. Um, And for me personally, I acted a little bit when I was younger, but I never really saw it as a career. You know, just because growing up in Ohio, that was never like a thing. You know, it was kind of just like either get like a regular job in an industry or I don't know, like I don't know what you would do other than that. Just get a regular job. Mm-hmm. Um. So for me, that's kind of become an option now. And then my mom forced me a little bit into modeling before, which I never really thought I'd be interested <laughs> in doing because I, like it was just really weird because she was like, hey, I think you'd be really good at this. You should go to these open call things that they're doing. You know, they'll just take a little picture of you. You could take them like a profile snap of you or something like that. And they'll be good to go. I didn't really want to do it. I was like, mom, like whatever. I'm not really interested. Then she was just like, oh, just go. And then. I went to a few, went to a, a few different ones, and then I saw that, like, you know, agencies actually reached back out, and they were like, hey, you know, we're, we're interested. So Uh-oh. I think seeing, like, that, it really just kind of opened my eyes to, like, a different possibility and not just having the traditional job. So I think, you know, with the three things that I'm doing right now, with the sports journalism, with the modeling, and then, you know, with acting, I think those three things, I don't see myself doing anything else. So those are the t- top three dream jobs right there. So since you are a senior and you know a lot about, you know, what seniors would do after college senior year, what um, different opportunities do you think other seniors have? Because obviously you know the careers that you want to head down, but for somebody who doesn't know what career they want to head down, I know a gap year is an option, graduate school. Are there any other options you'd want to suggest out there for those seniors who don't know what they want to do? 
Uh, for the seniors that don't know what they want to do, I think the gap year is probably the best thing they can do for themselves. You know, it really gives you a chance to figure out who you are, figure out what you want. And if you don't know, uh, yeah, if you don't know what you want to do when you've been in college, when you're graduating, if you don't want to use that degree, yeah, in a way, it, it might feel like a bit like a waste because you don't want to like come here and waste your, your family's money, your own money. So you don't want to do that. But if that isn't your calling as that's not what you want to do. You have to find something that you do want to do. And if you take that gap year, then that could really be the perfect opportunity for you to find out who you are. Definitely, definitely. Um, So just to touch up, you are in California now because I know you're an Ohio native. You go to school in Ohio. Your family's from Ohio, but you're currently living in California, right? 100% in Los Angeles. Wow, Los Angeles, California. I know y'all hear that. Much love to y'all out there. Um, is that where you want to reside after you graduate? Uh, Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't honestly. I don't see myself living anywhere else now after oh, wow. being there for these past few years. It's just been such a great place to live. I mean, just everything there that there is to do. There's so many different areas. There's the relaxed areas. There's the busy areas. There's the ridiculous areas. There's the entertainment areas. There's 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 just everything there. And I mean, I just don't see myself going anywhere else to live after that. So. Interesting, interesting. So now, like, some advice I would give to a younger person would probably be do not have any regrets. But what about you? What advice would you give to a freshman in college who just finished their freshman year? If you could go back and tell yourself something or tell another person something, what would you tell them? Um, I would say take risks. I mean, um, okay. you know, you're here for a reason. And if you come here, you just play it safe all four years, you, you might not end up you know, getting the full experience that you want. So I think for me, that's been the biggest thing here that I've learned myself is, you know, from freshman year to now is that if you don't take those risks, if you don't take like a leap of faith, sometimes you don't really get to experience everything. Like there's multiple things that I would have never done if I didn't take a risk. Like I would never would have gone to New York. I never would have gone to London over the summer, like for study abroad. Like there's so many different things that you can do if you just kind of put the initiative out there, put, put your foot forward and really just try and do new things. So since you have been in college, obviously, all four years, you've studied abroad and everything. Can you speak a little bit about your journey to London? Because, you know, a lot of people haven't been to London. I haven't been to London. Probably somebody right here listening has not been to London. So what was it like when you went there? Uh, It was amazing, honestly. I mean, I was only there for uh, only there. I mean, it was a great experience being there for two weeks. But, you know, I wish I would have stayed longer because... (laughs) There was just so much to do, so many different people, so many different places just to go to and experience. And um, for my program, we were there for media things. So we were going around seeing different media companies and stuff like that and journalism stuff. So, I mean, that part was amazing to me. But if that's not you, then you probably don't want to do all that stuff. So I would say for, you know, being in London, it was just so much culture that was there, just the different people that you can meet. Uh, I mean, a lot of friendly people, you know, going out to the different famous parts of this area, Famous parts of the city, like Carnaby Street or going to the museums, just so much history and then just so much to do at all times. Like, it was just a great experience. Honestly, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Now, we understand college is a long process that you have to take little by little. So do you have a special someone out there that you want to settle down with after college right now? And if so, where would you want to settle down with them at? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't have any special somebody right now. I'm just chilling, kind of focusing on myself for the most part. Um, you know, if something happens, it happens. I mean, that's kind of how my mentality has become over time. You know, I'm not really forcing anything. I wouldn't even say that I'm necessarily looking for something, but when something happens, it happens. And, you know, wherever that takes us, that's where it takes us. Well, you know what they say, being married is like having a best friend that doesn't remember anything that you say. <laughs> 
So the next question is student loans. I don't know if you've had to take out any loans or if you've been lucky in a situation where you haven't had to take them out, but a lot of students do. So could you speak on that or? Yeah, uh, 100%. You know, being, especially like here in Miami, it's not cheap. So <laughs> I definitely had to take out some loans. Um, you know, Miami did help with like a, a good financial aid package. That's why I ended up coming here was the financial aid. But I still had to take out loans just to, you know, to get through uh, these four years. So, you know, with me and then I have an older sister. So She's been she was in school when I started. Um, now she's transitioned over to esthetician school, so she's doing stuff with that. And I mean, so that's more money for them. My parents are supporting both of us a little bit still. So, you know, getting all the money that I could to help out, you know, that's that was the goal. So, taking out some loans. I mean, I know I'm gonna have some to pay off when I'm done here. So, uh, it's a little bit stressful, I guess, to worry about trying to pay those off. But you can't really think about it right now, I guess. Um, I'm not really worried about it's not the forefront of my mind uh i know when the time comes like i'll handle my business do what i gotta do but for now i mean it's just kind of take it as it is and senioritis we hear this a lot high school seniors say it but they don't really know senioritis until they're a senior in college is what college seniors say have you had any senioritis and if so what has it done to you and how have you gotten past it because obviously you're still taking classes man i've had senioritis since junior year of high school like, I have been so done with being in school, so done with being a student. I've been over it for so long, and I just think it's because I want to do something different. I want to, you know, just experience different things at this point. Uh, I know there's plenty of people that they love school and they love doing, like, all the um, educational stuff, but for me, it's just kind of at a point for me where I'm not really there anymore. So, um, you know, I first getting through senior writers has just definitely been a lot of my own motivation of just saying, like, I'm here for a reason, uh, I haven't come this far just to stop or anything like that. And also, my family has been really huge with that. Um, my dad and mom specifically, like, they're just both super supportive and always, like, giving everything they can to me. And, you know, really, I just wanted to do it for them and finish with them because um, they put so much into me. So I need to make sure that they definitely get what their money's worth and everything. So uh, I definitely think that was the main thing that got me through. What would your ideal company be? Realistic setting, you believe you can work there. What ideal company would you want to work for? Uh, well, I mean, I guess that's the thing. Uh, I don't really have a company, an ideal company that I want to work for mm -hmm. right now. Um, I know that I want to own one. Okay. I mean, wow, entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm definitely entrepreneurial. Uh, I mean, I, I guess for sports journalism, as far as that goes, like working on ESPN, that'd be like a pinnacle or something like that. That'd be something that would just be amazing. But for like my other pursuits that we talked about earlier with like the modeling and acting, like having my own production company, being able to tell my own stories. Um, that's something that me and my dad have talked about before. Like when I'm done here and then when I can really like get going in that industry, then, you know, me and him, we can do whatever we want. If we have our own, we can tell whatever story, invite whoever on and do whatever we want pretty much. And I think that's the best type of job is the one that you get to create for yourself. I like that. I like that a lot because I totally agree where you're able to create for yourself. Now, that's not for everybody, but it's for some. So how do you feel about the new Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta? Have you seen that? Yeah, it's dope. Um, him doing all the work that he's doing for the community, doing everything he's doing for himself. I mean, he's done a really good job for himself. He's done a really good job for the community as well. So all the work that he's put in is definitely like a model for other people to follow. And just the success that he continues to attain, um, definitely salute to him. So they say college is like wanting to cry, but not even having the time to cry. So that being said, have you seen the work get harder over the years from your freshman year to senior year? 
<laughs> you, oh, 100%. Um, there's definitely been a lot of times. I would say junior year was the, it was really the toughest uh, for me. That was really, there was just a lot going on. I felt like like pressure from different things, just classes, other stuff that was going on. So I just think that during that time, it was just a lot more like stress. And I just wanted a break, but I couldn't have one because you just, you got to just handle your business because. You know, you tell your professor, like, oh, I have this, this, and this going on. They're like, well, get my assignments when you buy 1159. And, <laughs> like, there's there's none, there's no, uh, I mean, that's the real world. I mean, yeah, if you have a job, like, people are going to say, like, oh, okay, boo-hoo, but still do your job. Like, you need to be <laughs> able to, uh, you know, get through it. And I think, you know, when you do have the time after the assignments have passed, after you get through that, you know, celebrate those milestones, celebrate those victories, give yourself a little five-minute break if you need to. Uh, and then just get back to get back to working because that's what life is. It's just a grind. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Life is definitely a grind. Nothing is going to be handed to you. You must work for everything. And, you know, that's what a lot of kids don't realize until they get to college because they go through these high school settings and everything is handed to them. And they're being babied. And then when they get to college, they just aren't sure what to do and they fail because these people in high school are setting them up for failure. The more you work, the better the outcome will be, the harder you work if you're doing it the correct way. A lot of students I see are studying, 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 but they're not doing it correctly. And then they wonder, hey, I studied four hours for my test. Why did I do bad? It's because you're not studying the right thing. Um, have you ever had a problem with that? Uh, not necessarily in my case. I know for a lot of my other friends in different majors outside of like a media or um, like communications or something like that where it's more STEM related, then like exams are definitely a big thing with that. And early on in college, like freshman and sophomore year, exams were kind of more of a big thing because like I was taking a lot of Miami plan classes. But uh, for me personally, it's, it's just really about stories and journalism and like finishing your story, getting your deadline done, you know, getting your rough drafts into your professor on time and everything. So I definitely understand the stress from that part because – like, if you don't have a journalism story in the real world, like, if your editor is asking for that story, you don't deliver, then that's pretty much your job. So uh, I think that stress has definitely been there for me throughout college. But it's been a good learning experience, and it's prepared me for everything else I need to do. Thank you so much for that feedback. Um, and I just also wanted to ask you a little bit about what the word hope means to you. Because every time we have an episode on this podcast, we have a word of the day. And the word of the day today is hope. So what does that mean to you? Hmm. Give me a, uh, a nice one here. Um, hope to me, that's just really, it, you know, it can mean a lot of different things, but I think overall is going to mean seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and um, knowing that whatever situation that you're currently in, like there's always going to be something on the other side for you. There's always going to be a reward. There's going to be something that your work is going to get you. So when you, you know, when you continue to work hard, then you know, you're going to get to where you want to be eventually in life. So if you continue to have that hope, don't give up anything, then, I mean, everything's going to pay off. Well, you heard it first, ladies and gentlemen, from Josiah Collins, senior at Miami University in Ohio, not Florida. Don't get it twisted. And remember, like I said, he is a double major, journalism and sports leadership and management. He will be a boss someday, and I'm really excited to see where he goes. Thanks for coming on the show, Josiah. Thank you. Shout out to 2020. Oh, yeah, a little shout-out. Who do you want to shout-out? Go on ahead. Oh, oh, uh, I wasn't ready for this. Let me see. I'm not going to name too many people because I don't need nobody to be upset. But um, <laughs> shout-out to my parents, mom, dad. I love y'all. Shout-out to Anointed, best sister ever. And uh, shout-out to Jalen and Taylor, too. And also shout-out to my guy, Julian Huff, over here for having me on. Thank you, man. I appreciate it.
Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next time on the Little by Little podcast. And leave feedback. I love it. And I love to have guests. If you'd be interested in joining the show, let me know. Peace.